You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everybody. This is Michael Goldsmith with Father Randall Kazel here in Pine Island, Minnesota at St. Michael's Parish. And we have a beautiful crowd here. Even uh, Father's parents are here yeah, listening we... to the show this morning. Welcome, everybody. If you want to, I know nobody can see you, but welcome to you. Thanks for being here. It's just a pleasure to be here again. Like I said, we have the sunshine now, so it's again, a be- well, it's yeah. always a beautiful day. It I mean, is. the well, Lord uh, is always present. Our correct? faith makes every day good. <laughs> That's right. It really does. And we're, yeah. we're blessed today to welcome our, yes. our next guest, Brian. Brian Brost, a man of faith, I, I know personally, and we're very blessed to have Brian here to our parish, but Brian and his family has faced some uh, very difficult adversity here mm-hmm. in the last several weeks, and Brian, welcome to our show. Thank you, Father. Yes, so we're going to, of course, we're going to ask everyone to pray for you but and your family, but can you tell us about a few weeks ago, what happened to you, Brian? Yeah, sure. Um, if you don't mind, I'll just tell just a little bit about myself, because Please. I think it, that's good. it'll yep. bring up a few salient points that helps um, contextualize a few things. Um, so I was born and raised in Wisconsin, and that's where my accident happened. I hunt in Wisconsin every year, and I have since I was a, a child. Um, come from a very good and devout family. My parents have been model Catholics, my dad especially, um, from a young age. I mean, he was the one stuffing the rosary in my hunting jacket when you'd go out to the tree stand, and <laughs> I didn't actually use it until, you know, later on in life, but it was always there. Um, and so I just have, you know, model parents and a good Catholic family. Um, life has brought me to Rochester, where I have a beautiful wife, Katie, um, who homeschools our five boys, mm-hmm. 11 and under, and... Um, you know, I think the other just final point before talking about what happened is, um, I'd say up until now, faith has been easy because when life is Mm. easy, faith is easy and it's easy to go to Sunday mass and easy to say prayers. And when life is good, Mm. um, but when, when life gets hard, then faith gets hard. Um, or maybe that's when faith really becomes true faith, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the, I think that's where the story begins. So I'll tell a little bit about what happened to me. Um, it was feast of Christ the King and it's. Um, it was a day of hunting unlike any other one for us. So typically in our, our hunting group, we all go to Mass on Saturday night. So opening day is Saturday, and that evening we go to Mass. And Sunday is typically um, typically a quiet day in the woods for everybody. They go to their stands, and sometimes you really don't even communicate where you're going because you're just going to be in the woods all day. Mm-hmm. Um, so happens that the church we always used to go to on Saturday night, they suspended their Saturday night Mass. Mm. And so my dad and I had a plan on that Sunday. It was Feast of Christ the King that we would go out for a couple hours in the morning and then uh-huh. meet back and, and go to church together. Uh-huh. And um, it was a pretty cool morning of hunting. The lot of activity in the woods. I got to the stand that I've been in, I mean, just time and time again. It was a stand that we've had in the woods for a long time. And was up there early in the morning, and there was lots of things happening in the woods, and it you know, kind of started to feel out. It's only, it's only a matter of time. And so if there's any hunters listening, you kind of know what that feels like, that the heart rate gets pumping and mm-hmm. you get excited for, for what's about to come. And sure enough, there was some activity and um, ultimately a pretty nice 10-point buck came out and um, had a pretty good shot and, and took it. And as any good hunter does, I waited and just to see if the deer would pop back up or anything like that so I would be able to take another shot. And nothing happened. And so put my gun around and I'm on a 20 foot tree stand and put my gun around my sling on one shoulder and my backpack on the other. And it was as if the step that's always been there wasn't, and, um, took a step back and I fell and it's, it's crazy. You know, again, any hunters on there, you're, you're, you're at a high, you know, you're, 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 your adrenaline's up and (laughs) you're, you're pretty excited. And, um, I took that step, which wasn't there and I fell 
And in that second, as I was falling, I mean, there was enough time where I really thought that that was it. I mean, there's no way I'm going to hit the ground here and and be able to walk away from this and maybe even survive. And, And I hit the ground, and it was... You almost thought, I don't know if anybody's, you know, seen ghosts, you know, you kind of think like you're going to like look back and like there is your body on the ground. I mean, it was very peaceful. I mean, I, I hit the ground and there was, there was no pain, but I didn't, the breath wasn't knocked out of me, but I couldn't move. Oh. My legs, mm-hmm. I had no feeling in my legs. I couldn't move my feet. I couldn't move my legs. And, um, and so there you have it. But at the same time, there was a sense of peace because I thought I was going to die. I realized that, nope, I'm still alive. Mm. And so I wasn't panicked. Mm-hmm. And I think the other key thing about this and what I think is one of the first lessons of faith in all of this is I reflect on it. Certainly at the time, it wasn't all coming together that way. I mean, I was praying more Hail Marys than you can imagine as I was laying there, hoping that I would regain, that I'd be able to, you know, be found and, and, and leave well, let's talk that about situation. that right after. We're, we're talking with Brian Brost, and I'm Michael Goldsmith with Father Randall Case, and we're talking about what happened just a few weeks ago with Brian and and, and how that has uh, changed his life and for his family again. So uh, go ahead, Brian. Sounds good. And I'll try to pe- speed up the story because there's another piece that I want to get to here. Um, but ultimately, I was at peace in part because I knew my father was coming. And I think that's that was my first lesson in all this as I reflect back is that you know, as we as we have these trials and we, you know, f- kind of fall potentially victim to worry or hopelessness, and it's that, you know, you think that you're alone or that help won't come for you. Mm-hmm. And that entire time mm-hmm. I knew that help would come, and I knew that it was my dad who I love, and if there's anybody that was going to take care of me that day, it would have been him. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I felt the support of both God the Father and then my earthly father in, in a very unique way. Um, and, and everybody delivered, so I prayed very hard as I laid there, couldn't move. And slowly but surely, I was able to regain feeling in my feet and could move my legs. And mm. so, you know, there was God the Father taking good care of me and, and Mary, um, Mary's intercession. But then, you know, my dad did come. And it was a long journey out. It was four hours to get me out of the woods into a helicopter. Um, oh. But through my dad's leadership of all the other guys in our group to get me out, um, they got me there safely. And so um, I'm grateful that... Um, I'm able to, I'm with a walker today, but, you know, I, I, my prognosis is a complete recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, but certainly, you know, God's, I talk about, you know, faith's always been easy for me, but for the first time, you know, I prided myself on both my intellect and my strength, and if anything, that's challenged me in my prayer, mm-hmm. because sometimes you feel like you don't even need it, because <laughs> you're right. just so, you're so capable. Yeah. And for the first time in my life, I'm not capable. I can't lift my kids. I can't shovel mm-hmm. my driveway. I can't carry, I can't carry decorations up yeah. from the basement, you know, just some of the routine things. Um, and so that's certainly, you know, been, been a challenge, but it's also been a way to you know, trigger a, a deeper prayer life. Um, so I don't know, Father, if it makes sense, you know, there's other parts of my story yeah. that I'd like to no, talk I about, but you can maybe tr- we do that, do we I do that now? Yeah, or? we can transition into, you know, your, your oldest son yep. has had a, an illness that just came up, you know, uh, just over a week ago, yep. really. Yeah, so, th- so this is crazy. So, you know, my fall was on the Feast of Christ the King. Father, you gave me, you know, the anointing of the sick while I was in the hospital there. 
And you know, now within three weeks, um, my son has been in the same situation where he's um, in the hospital, but with not as good a prognosis as me. We, mm. we pray hard that he will be, but he um, ultimately had a, a viral attack, which has left him at this point in the hospital with um, the inability to walk mm. and with very limited hand mm. movement. Um, Ian's a beautiful piano player and mm-hmm. very active kid. Um, who is now, you know, on the second, it was also on a Sunday, so the second week of Advent, Mm -hmm. um, he was admitted to the emergency room and then into the hospital where he's been ever since, and he will be for some time now. Um, And, you know, I I look at, you know, my father, who, you know, again, was able to almost literally carry me out of the woods without any further damage than what was done to my back. And, um, you know, I can't carry my son. And um, so I've been reduced to presence and prayer. And that's, mm-hmm. that's all I can do for him. Yeah. And um, so that's been, you know, the other thing of just realizing that when I can't use my physical abilities, that then it's prayer is all I have yeah. and prayer is all I can, can do for him and just to be there. But it's, it's hard as a father to, to only do those things. But I realize that that's what God is valuing me for is right. my presence and my prayer. And it's not my physical ability to do the things that I want to do with him. Mm-hmm. And where is God, our good Lord, at in this? As you're closer to your son, I suppose, at any time in your your whole life together. Yep. Um, well, I mean, I will be honest that it's been there's been a battle with the devil in all of this. Um, my family and especially me have been to some pretty low points as we've tried to figure out why first God would break me down in the way that I have, and you know, I'd, mm-hmm. um, why he would break me down in that way, and then break down my son in this way, and kind of leave me, you know, unable to care for him the way that I would like to. Um, but it's been amazing. So many people, hundreds of people are praying for us and I've never felt grace the way that I've physically felt it Mm -hmm. where at that low point, all of a sudden you just feel uplifted. Um, and so I know, I know the power of prayer is working for me and my family right now. Let's, let's do that power of prayer for 10 seconds here. Father, can you say a prayer for both Ian and Brian? Yes. Let us pray. Remember we're in God's holy presence. Dear Lord, we give you thanks and praise for the life of Brian and his wife, Katie and their five children. And especially for Ian, we ask that you may bless Ian and bless Brian, heal them, give them grace, protect their family, deliver them from any evil spirits and give them grace and comfort in the knowledge of your personal love and your providential care. We praise and thank you, Lord, for good, your goodness and for hearing our prayers in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Mary, Mother of the Church and the children of God, pray for us. us. Well, we're going to be right back with Father Greg uh, Hammond from the Diocese of Fargo in the upcoming March of Life. I'm Michael Goldsmith with Father Randall Quazel, and we'll be right back after this break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 